This is Rodman Likes with Rise of the Cross, and we are excited to have Preston Burbage and Will Burton joining us this evening from Utah Valley University Men's Lacrosse Program. And Preston, I'll start with you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself or just tell us your story? Uh, yeah, I'm Preston Burbage. I grew up in Utah, obviously, in Salt Lake area. Um, I'm a junior at Utah Valley right now. 22 years old and uh, a little bit about me is I've always been a part of the lacrosse community here in Utah from an early age. I think I started like first or second grade when there was only two or three teams around the state and I've been able to been in the system and see it grow throughout the state for the rest of my life really and I've uh, just been around the game and traveled around going back east and, uh, everywhere I can to try and get exposure to it and try and bring it back here and I found myself at Utah Valley a year ago for my first season with them, and I've loved it ever since. Um, it's a great community, great coaching staff, awesome, awesome place to end up, and I really, that's kind of where I've been. That's great. Now, we've never had teammates um, on, on, on the podcast before. This is, so, this is a unique opportunity for us and for you guys, so I appreciate you jumping on. Um, We'll come back to UVU's lacrosse program in a minute, but Will Burton, who's, I believe, a, uh, a sophomore at UVU playing pole. Um, I don't mean to steal your thunder, Will, but, you know, tell us a little bit about you as well. Yeah, um, I grew up in Kentucky. I've been playing lacrosse my whole life. I've been playing since fourth grade, and I've just been playing on all sorts of different teams. Uh, my high school team, I've played on three or four different club teams, a bunch of box teams, and uh, – it's just been really interesting seeing lacrosse grow in Kentucky. And then when I graduated, I went to a D3 school in Cleveland. And uh, that just wasn't the right fit for me. So I went out to Utah State and I haven't – or not Utah State, Utah Valley. <laughs> and I haven't looked back. Um, and uh, it's just been a really good opportunity to uh, to play out here and meet new friends and uh, just play a high level of lacrosse. So, so it's just fun being out here. Well, that's that's awesome. You, you both have kind of unique different backgrounds. Um What's interesting about UVU is the program is is on the rise. Uh, certainly, year over year, you guys have gotten better. The talent you've been able, been able to attract is phenomenal. Uh, certainly, adding some wonderful, very talented, experienced coaches doesn't hurt. Um, what What do you guys foresee over the next couple of years in terms of your program? Uh, I can go first if you want, Will, and then I'll let you go. Yeah. Um, we've had uh, goals for this year, especially to become national championships, a uh, national championship team in the MCLA. First of all, it's like our that's our biggest goal right now. Um, we want to grow our team and be able to be places where we've never been. So, for example, this last year we went to our conference championship, which is something we haven't done, and we beat BYU, which is something we haven't done. So we're all these milestones are passing um, and we want to keep passing milestones every year and not become complacent in where we're at. Obviously the, the underlying theme of it is just growing the level of lacrosse that's in Utah Valley. That's great. Will anything to add to that? Yeah. Yeah. Like Preston said, uh, just like uh, any, any team can have like one good season or one good game or a good highlight, but, uh, what I want to see is just like consistently just keep growing every year, keep making progress. And uh, 
just take it year by year. So it's it's an interesting. Um, obviously, Will you you growing up in Kentucky, Preston growing up in Utah. Yeah. What what's the makeup of your roster today? In terms of where 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 are the majority of the of the players from? I'd say about three quarters of the team is uh, from Utah, and there's a bunch of guys from out of state too. I think the furthest guy we have is uh, is a guy from North Carolina this year. He's really good. So I, I think it's a it's a testament to just the way the lacrosse is starting to grow and expand into some of the states in the West, and certainly you know. University of Denver and Air Force Academy were the furthest D1 programs west. And then last year with University of Utah going into D1, you know, you're starting to see this proliferation of the sport going east to west, north to south for sure. And it really doesn't matter where you travel anymore. Lacrosse is a super popular sport and the popularity just continues to rise. And I think, Preston, you'd mentioned, you know, you've been, you're 22 years old, you've been playing since first grade um, in the state of lacrosse. What have you seen just in your own experience in Utah as it relates to the level and the caliber of players? I think just athletes are more willing to play lacrosse. Like it's no longer a sport where you just kind of pick it up and then throw it down. But it's like, this is like where all the athletes want to be, you know, like you're, you're losing kids. Baseball kids are coming over to play lacrosse. Like basketball kids are switching over. So like these kids who have, abilities that are able to do things um, that a lot of people aren't able to do are starting to pick lacrosse as their first sport. And I think that's the difference maker um, because these kids are committed people, you know, and that commitment's the only way you're going to grow. And that's what I've noticed is just commitment level is just huge, especially in the last, I'd say like five years, it's just been crazy. Ever since I was probably a junior or senior in high school, the commitment level and expectations have gone way up. Yeah, it's true. And, I, you know, having having um, lived in Colorado most of my life, I've seen the growth of the sport here as well. <laughs> and certainly the youth game um, kind of follows what the, you know, the colleges and the collegiate programs are doing. UVU's solid, BYU's solid, Utah, you know, Utah's now just on the map as a phenomenon. You've got all of these now coaches and athletes that have graduated that are starting to give back to the community and, and, and have the ability to kind of coach and teach and mentor some of these kids. The, the, the club programs in Utah, you're starting to see them, you know, playing on the East coast and competing at the highest levels. Uh, you, you know, you're getting kids that are getting recruited to some of these programs all over the place. Um, and what about what about you, Will? You'd mentioned that you're seeing the sport in Kentucky grow as well. Is it is it on that same pace? Yeah, definitely. Uh, by the time I had graduated in high school, pretty much every school in Kentucky had a had a high school program. Uh, my, I I went to a public school. My public school was on the rise towards the uh, towards when I graduated, and we were competing with uh, the private schools, Catholic schools, stuff like that. So it's definitely on the rise. Um, club ball is insane too. Uh, I had a couple opportunities to play out east in Baltimore uh, with a couple club teams, and uh, I mean it's comparable the level that we play at to uh, high school teams out east. So it's definitely interesting to see it grow. And uh, out here in Utah, I've uh, 
had the opportunity to work under Marty as a as a youth coach. And yeah, just like just like Preston said, like you can see kids are committed. You see really athletic kids and uh, uh, really talented kids that are <clears throat> willing to play year round for lacrosse, which is something that you don't see everywhere. So it's huge out here in Utah. So as a couple of, of collegiate athletes yourselves playing at a, at a very high level, what, what's some advice you'd give to, let's, let's say, you know, a, a freshman or sophomore in high school who has aspirations to play in, uh, at the next level? What are, what are, what are your top three uh, bullet points from an advice and guidance perspective that you would give those kids? Preston, you, you go first, putting you on the hot, okay. hot seat. Yeah, no worries. Um, so like Will, I've had an opportunity to play at two different colleges. I was at Westminster for a year um, back in 2015, and then I came over here to Utah Valley. But <clears throat> I think the number one thing for me is like just in being in two different programs and noticing two different levels of competition and two different ways that things are uh, run, I think you have to go where you're going to be happiest, first of all, with like yourself in social settings and in school because uh, you can't, you don't play well when you're not happy and you're not, you're not doing the other things when you're not happy. You know, I think that's the number one thing is you got to pick the school that's right for you, not the school that's best at lacrosse, you know? Great um, and then I think for two and three, I think you, you really have to, <clears throat> you have to put yourself into this, whatever, wherever you're at, you have to put yourself all the way in. Uh, there's no, there's no 50%. There's no 60%. You have to go 100% in whatever place you're in. If that's the classroom or lacrosse, you have to designate time um, for each thing and be in the moment for each thing. Um, and then for my last one, let's see if I can think of a good one. Uh, I think for the last one is you just have to kind of, you have to be okay with like failing, like in not being amazing right away. Uh, cause that was the hardest thing for me and being like in a big, bigger system past high school is like, everyone's used to being a superstar. Everyone's used to being good and everyone's used to doing all these amazing things. But in college, you really aren't to that level yet. Most of the time you physically haven't developed, you haven't been in the system that everyone's been in. So you have to be okay with a learning curve. <laughs> That's great. Let me unpack that real quick. And I'll give Will just a couple seconds to think through his number one is you, you pick, you pick the school first. And lacrosse will follow. And it, what's interesting about most of the major universities and colleges around the U.S., everybody's got a lacrosse program of some sort. And so yeah. as you focus on the academics and the social environment, make sure that you could be happy there. And, you know, lacrosse will follow. I like it. And number two, just be 100% committed. You know, whether it's in the classroom, on the field, just, just be present and make sure you're committed. And number three, learn from your mistakes be okay failing it's you know you're gonna learn you're gonna pick yourself up and and just you know goes back to number two just be committed fully and then if you fail it's okay you're gonna learn from those mistakes and keep moving that's great so will what are your uh, what are your what are your what are your elements of advice for the youngsters yeah my first bit of advice is to just do your research um you know look at all sorts of schools give yourself options uh reach out to coaches talk to players I think this year we had something like 70 guys try out for UVU. And uh, a lot of them were really hot shots in high school, but uh, not all of them could, you know, like hack it at the college level and they couldn't, uh, they couldn't handle 5 a.m. practices. Just know what level of commitment, commitment you want to have in college. 
if you want to play it out. I don't know if you want to play really casually, you can pay, you can play it like a men's league or something like that. Or if you want to play at the highest level, you can also do that. Just do your research, know what you're getting yourself into. And uh, my second bit of advice is, um, is uh, academics always comes first. You know, my parents always taught me that because lacrosse only gets you so far. Um, especially after college, like there's not many, <clears throat> there's not a whole lot of opportunities to get paid full time to, uh, to play lacrosse. Um, so academics always come first and then uh yeah and my third bit of advice is to like not everything comes all at once you know there's going to be guys that are better you better than you uh there's going to be guys that start over you you're not going to start right away when you get there so just be patient trust the process it sounds cliche but trust the process learn from the guys that are older than you yeah uh, use your coaches use some resources and uh just take it one day at a time it'll come eventually that's great. No, I appreciate that. So do your research, be ready to commit a hundred percent. Academics just are super important and, and certainly have the priority over anything else. Um, that's probably the reason that most people are going to college, you would think. And then lastly, yeah. just be patient and trust the process. So that's great. <laughs> Let me switch. Let's switch gears. I, I uh, certainly, um, that, that advice is awesome. And I think for anybody that's listening that has aspirations to play at the next level, you know, certainly, should think about and ponder what you guys have just provided. It's great, great context. Um, it's interesting in the U.S. We've got you know kind of three professional lacrosse leagues: the PLL, the NLL, the MLL. Um, and if you guys had to kind of pick one player to to study, um, who, who would you pick and why? Um, for me, I've always idolized like offensive players for some reason. I know I'm a, I'm a, I know I'm a defender, uh, but for some reason, I've always just like looked up to the offensive guys. I, I learned from their game. I learned, I learned how to, I see how other defenders try to stop their game and see how they uh, fight against it. So, I think uh, one of my bigger inspirations is, uh, you know, a bunch of Canadian players. I like Chris Cloutier. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I just I don't know Canadian box players are just more my style. Like I like learning from those guys. Cloutier had a phenomenal year. He, he's a, yeah. he definitely uh, was, was a phenomenal um, attackman for the Atlas this year. It's fun to watch. I think for me, uh, there's a couple guys that stick out, but I think right now I, I love the way that Rob Pinnell plays. Mm. He, uh, he can see the field. He can score. He can do just about anything. Back you down. He can break your ankles, you know, he has just so so many dimensions to his game, and I think it's been like that ever since he's been in college. Like he really didn't step on the scene until he was like a junior in college, and then all of a sudden he was just like he gained six dimensions, and people didn't know what to do with him. And so I yeah. think he's one of the most dominant players ever. And I just love the way he plays. It's all patient, very organized, and he can get things done no matter what his job is. Yeah, it's interesting you pick Rob. It's um. It, if you watch him or follow him on Instagram, you, you definitely notice that he's investing a lot of time in his physique in his, right. just, he's a physical specimen um, and he's putting time in the weight room. How important is that to you guys as a program and as individual athletes, um, you know, to, to hit the work, to hit the weight room? Well, me and Preston just, uh, I mean, I'm lifting, <laughs> Five or six days a week, it's just really – I think 
coming in coming into the spring it's important to be in your best shape uh just to avoid injury to play your best in games it's uh just really important to be in your best physical shape yeah i'd second that i mean i think that so in our program we don't necessarily have time for the weight room uh because we're a club program still we don't have the sanctioning and the timing and the ability to get guys extra time in the weight room so it's all on us as a personal players to do it and you can tell the difference between somebody who goes the weight room every day and someone who never goes Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not only is it like the physical dominance but it is mental dominance too because i know that i'm going to be able to beat this guy because i've been in the weight room every day gaining confidence in myself and my body and i think that's the main advantage i've seen is just the mental toughness and confidence of being able to do hard things and doing reps of weight that i haven't been able to do and gaining is it's incredible that's cool yeah it's interesting you know i've had a couple of um d1 coaches i've had some some professional coaches on uh the podcast and that's one of the things that they keep talking about is these athletes are getting bigger stronger faster and you know the only way to do that is commitment to the weight room and commitment to your you know just pushing yourself physically um and i think when you push yourself physically like that it has an impact on just your mental psyche as well. Um, the level of confidence that you play with. And I think, Will, you'd mentioned you, you got to take care of your body because you go out on your, you're playing, you know, seven days a week. If yeah. you're not taking care of yourself, you're prone to injury. Um, you're prone to get beat up and, you know, n- nobody wants to play at this level and sit on the sidelines banged up and watch their teammates. So yeah, super important. <laughs> well, I mean, any, any closing thoughts from either of you? Mm-hmm. There's just, uh, if you like lacrosse, just there's tons of opportunities um, to coach, to play, um, <clears throat> to watch it even. Uh, there's always games going on. There's always highlights to watch. So if uh, if you're interested in lacrosse and you love lacrosse, just – you know, live and breathe it and, uh, you know, just spend a lot of your time thinking about it, you know, spend time with it if you want to get good with it. It's, yeah, yeah. I've heard this time and time again, it's, you got to be a student of the game if you want to, if you want to play at the next level. It's, um, you know, it's one thing to be a phenomenal athlete, but it's another thing to really understand and uh, just the fluidity and the dynamics that, uh, that come at the, at the highest level of game. It's, it's an impressive sport when you're, when you've got, you know, 10 athletes on the field that just all understand where to be on ball, off ball, you know, just the movement, et cetera. So that's great. Preston, I'm sorry yeah. I cut you off. You were going to say something. Oh yeah. No worries. I, I think like just when you were talking, I, I was thinking about being an athlete and this is a sport that you don't have to be that amazing of an athlete. I mean, look at Matt, Matt Rambo, you know, he was the MVP <laughs> of the PLL and, the dude's got a belly, you know, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's funny to see, you don't, you don't look at lacrosse players and think that guy could play any sport, but what he can do is play lacrosse. And I think that's one of the things that attracted me to it so much is you don't have to be anything special. Like you don't have to be a standout, um, just huge, just Jack guy, but you just have to be a student in the game and you have to be willing to do the, the little things like hitting the wall every single day. Cause that's, that's why Matt Rambo is so good is what he can do with his stick and, his yeah. vision and just understanding the game. 
Yeah, no, it's true. There is an element to it that's uh, there's a bolt. There is a physical aspect, but there's definitely that mental aspect that if you're studying the game and you've got a good stick, it's it's amazing what you can do on the field. So, well, listen, I uh, I know you guys are student athletes. I want to respect the fact that it's fairly late on a school night. And um, I know academics is super important to both of you. But on behalf of Rise of the Cross, I just want to say thank you for spending a few minutes with us for, you know, telling yeah, us your story. And uh, really providing some great guidance for those that just want to play at the next level. So excited to see what UVU brings into the spring. I'm sure you guys are playing some fall ball right now. And I just want to continue to cheer you guys on. So uh, the program just keeps getting better. And, uh, again, thank you for spending some some time with us this evening. Thank you very much. All right, Preston and Will, good luck to both of you. And we will be in touch soon. All righty. Thank you. Have a good one.